See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> We're ready. And ignition. Blast off. Slow Robot a go-go. Show 162 is a go. 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 Yeah, nice. My name's Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, this is Slow Robot a go-go. If this is your first time listening, where have you been? And this is the show dedicated to B through Z grade movies. Mostly Z grade, but we digress. If you're listening on Stitcher or iTunes, give it, would you please rate and review the show? It'll take you a half a second and be very kind to us. If you're finding us at bunchofdorks.com, there's three different podcasts there. Click all of them. Enjoy them. Yes. It's hours of fun. BOD, the Bunch of Dorks is the longest running show in the history of the universe. It's up to show like 978,000 and other lies. And, and and what's the middle one? There's a middle button too, I think. It's a comic book podcast called Two Dimension. What comic are, how many dimensions does it have? Two, only two, not oh. three. We haven't gotten to the third. Okay, dimension. cool. I was just checking because sometimes you know titles are misleading. Once we get to the 4D, though, that should be 4D man. Yeah, the 4D man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was a bad movie. Well, not a bad movie. Not it was a bad right. movie. It was, it was okay. Robert Lansing. Mm-hmm. And then there's what's the third one there? And then the top one, this one, Slow Robot a Go Go. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yay for all that. And you can also find us uh, many other places. There's a, we do an indie circuit uh, show off of Radio Saint on Radio Saint Pete. It's getting a lot of hits from what we understand, so yay, thanks. Good. Lots of independent music, slight musings here and there where we talk a little bit about whatever, and, uh, you know, it's fun yeah, stuff fun for everyone. Stuff. Yeah, Creature Feature on YouTube. Yeah, Creature Feature. Go ahead and tell us what's that one we about. Got a, we got a movie show, Creature Feature. We got a couple of movies on there. We're going to be doing some more soon, and uh, you're going to like it. Go to YouTube, hit up Doc and Clown, Creature Feature with Doc and Clown, mm-hmm. and you'll be... Pleasantly entertained yeah. by our shenanigans. Exactly. It's called Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. Put it in the search bar, hit go, and yay for all that. And for more shtick, we also have the Wannabe Hot Rodder. That's a blog I do. Uh, I didn't do one this week, which is sad, but I have some topics I'm going to be doing. And you have Destination a, Nightmare. My you have the world's life. most popular blog in the history of the world. I only wish... No, I'm pretty sure you're close. All right, thank you. <laughs> free comics, man. People love it. <laughs> people love it free, all right? All around the world, people love comics. All around the world. So, and if they're yes. free, they're me, I think is what the, they say. Yeah, if it's, for, if it's free, it's for me. That's nice. right. Nice. All right, you got two free movies from me. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Megalon and Old Dirty a, Kung Fu. Two VHSs, a sealed Godzilla vs. Megalon sealed, VHS. That's sealed. A, that's weird that it's that old and, and well, still sealed. Well, y- you probably got the DVD and you never watched it. I don't even know where that came from. I bet you somebody gave that to me. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, okay, thanks. It's probably worth $1 million. <laughs> or 12 cents. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, uh, let's see. Um, what do we do first? First, we do what movies we watched. Okay. So, Dr. Morbius, what have you watched this week? Well, I didn't watch a movie, but I did watch something pretty interesting last night. It was a two-parter, actually. Our movies we watched, part one and part two? No. Oh, okay. Other things. No, there was other things. Wow. And more lies. (laughs) more lies. No, no, no. This is for real. (laughs) Cool. I just happened upon, I was watching the NFL Network, and I saw Joe Namath of Football Life. Yeah, you know what? I have those TiVo'd. Yeah. I think I watched part one, and I was like, I'm done with this guy, and I deleted part two. (laughs) 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 Not that I dislike him, but... 
His life isn't interesting enough for me to care. I'll put it that way. But well, I'll tell and you. Now your friend who wrote that book is going to come and bludgeon me with his book, isn't now he? He can kiss my yeah. ass. Is what he can do. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> At any rate, yeah. Uh, I no longer fear reprisal. A reprise of it. Oh no! I mean, you know, just like I'll just fart and you'll wilt or whatever but you know at any rate it's an interesting it's cabbage night here on yeah, there you go. <laughs> sorry no guy a, uh, it's it's interesting because it's a two-parter and it's about the the whole the whole deal of Joe Namath he was a good at, he was a really good athlete in college before he oh, got yeah, hurt he, was. he could run i didn't realize he could run he was fast he was a baseball player he was really good all, yeah, they pitch like all, every time you're watching football now. Yeah, they pitch these guys like they're they're they've ne- they're doing something no one's ever done before. And then you watch something from the 50s and 60s, you're like, well, that dude's doing the same thing as Vic and and all these. Oh, he's revolutionizing quarterbacking. No, he's not. That guy's doing it right Joe now. Joe Willie did it in 65. That, that's you know? insane. They just keep lying to us right to your face. Like they're like, oh my god, no one's ever done that. Uh huh. But he but, he, but he was he was a, he was a great athlete, but he just yeah. got hurt. A lot, you know. So I mean, he, he had some great years, especially 68 when he won the championship and they beat the Colts in the, in the Super Bowl. Well, after that, I mean, he had his moments, but he got hurt a lot. And, you know, he really was, and I'm not going to cut him down because he should be in the Hall of Fame because he won the game. Mm-hmm. If he wouldn't have won the game, the Super Bowl, and predicted it and the whole hoopla, he wouldn't have been in the uh, Hall hey, of he Fame. He was generating watching. He was generating viewers, He was a man. media creation. He wasn't, and, and he was a rock star. And he football did it player. well, and he well, they, they did it well, and he, and he worked played, well. He worked That's what well. I mean. Like he was, a, he delivered. He delivered on the field. Yep. He delivered everywhere he went. So the guy was definitely like, but he really was a media creation. Oh yeah, and when you watch this whole know, thing, if they would have tried to do that with United, he would have been like, no, I don't particularly do that kind of stuff, and I'm gonna go practice now. And he would have like left, like he wouldn't have bought into any of that shenanigans. <laughs> He'd have been like. No, no, I don't do that. But thanks, and he would have just left, you know, like any of that, like shoving the camera in the face and trying to get him to do dumb stuff, you know. Yeah, but I mean, There's you know, some it, guys that are just—it's it, like, it's like, I can, it's hard to defend him in a lot of ways. I think he's a great player when he was okay, but it's really hard to defend a lot of his playing because he had some moments. But there weren't enough of them, really. You know what I mean? And I know right. that. And I know that people that I used to be friends with write books, <laughs> write books trying to defend Joe, trying to defend Joe Namath. But it's like it's kind of like a waste of time because well, one of the, yeah, it's like the guy did did what he did. He had his moment. It's like he had a great shining moment, and after that, yeah, good things, good things here and there. But it really. It wasn't it's, a great career, really. Well, that's, and that's... I, I'll tell you what. This is... And this is my opinion. But I my, love Joe Namath. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I really do think yeah, he's, he's great. I, I, I like him, too. And, and I, I really I, do. I didn't watch part two because, like I said, I was just like, okay, I get that's it. That's just a deterioration of the whole thing, yeah, part two. And, and you know, when, especially with stars. Especially the way they the people hound them now. Like the, the football yeah. stars and track stars and who whatever else. Tennis, golf. My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... When these guys build an entire body of work, when you look at Manning, when you look at even the world's most hated Brady, when you look at all these guys who have year in, year out, they just keep chugging along, doing these great things. Yeah, they get all these records. People forget how good they are, and they just go, whatever, like Favre. You know, yeah. And then, you know, but you have those, those super sensation guys who are always in your face, and, and they have one or two flashy moments, and for some reason, the media just wants them to be... They just stay with him, like Vic. 
They stayed with that guy forever, and he was nothing. I don't care what anyone says. He he didn't revolutionize anything. He did nothing but kill coaches weeks worth of work, and just he was a horrible person. He was a horrible player, but they lo- they wanted to love him so bad, yeah. and he did nothing. You know, and then you talk about these guys, Unitas and Manning, and who just and, do it? Who and just and do they, it? They are just great. Week in, week out, they work and work and work. But and Joe work. Namath had great years early on. Oh, I mean, yeah. he had a four thousand yard season in nineteen sixty six or seven, which is amazing. It's yeah. like Marino. Yeah, those two guys. The I, guy was amazing, but he really didn't have a great career. Yeah, and that's he had a great he had great moments and he had a great season and that's. I think yeah, that's but it, but it was so, one of the greatest seasons that's ever. So many athletes. So you got to you know you got to give them the props and I, like I said, Joe's great. I love Joe. Oh, yeah. He's great. I always thought of him. I remember him as a kid being that so flashy and the, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and wearing the nylons and stuff. And yeah, like rebel. Yeah, like that guy's kind of crazy. CC and company. Which, yeah, great, cool movie. Cool yeah. movie. And, and so his persona is what I remember. I never yeah. saw him play. I was too young to see I him play. I watched him like, a few times. Yeah, he was so pretty good. I remember... But he all, couldn't move. When I watched yeah. him, he couldn't move. He was a freaking cripple back there. He could throw like a son of a gun, but he couldn't yeah. move. So that's a, and that's an interesting thing. Anytime you watch these sports documentaries, I always kind of figure out who's... First of all, who's presenting it. Yeah, right. Like, if it's the NFL Presents Michael Vick's Love Story, yeah, for, you right. can keep it, you know. And if it's somebody like uh, the Humane Society's documentary on Vick, you can keep that too, because it's going to be ladle after ladle of hatred. You, you you gotta find ones that are kind of presenting a fairly uh like a like a unbiased representation and that's hard. But, you know? but it, it was kind of cool because Joe in the end does come off as a good guy even though he's a cocky guy. But whatever you, gotta, you need he that gen- to win. I think he genuinely is a good guy. I think he's I a good guy. I really do like the guy. And what was cool was that they showed um uh, Anne Margaret was in the second part with her husband. They're talking about CC and company. And she goes, oh, man, my God, my husband wrote this scene for me to make out with Joe. And then, like, you know, they didn't want him to be there, you know, and they were kind of, like, cracking up about it. So it was, it was, it was kind of cool they mentioned CC and company. That is there, cool because so. I like that. That's I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun to watch. I, I, it got my interest. I watched both hours. Of that's it, good. So. You know, that's cool. Yeah, it's worth watching. I, I, I think I would have kept it on there, but we were running out of space, so yeah, I just, like, yeah. daily, you know. And you know, I I brought in this paper. I don't even know why. I brought in this paper and I watched the the Pirates of the Caribbean Part <laughs> One. I have I borrowed all the DV all the Blu-rays from a guy at work, a promy. Well, you know, promy from our shows. He has them all, and that's one of those things where I don't have hatred for these stories like most people do. No, the do. first one's okay, and I'll watch all of them because I won't. But the first yeah, one's that's okay. I mean, and they were okay. They're they're comically absurd. It's just one of those things where you're like, eh. You know, I enjoy the stories. I enjoy De- Depp being, you know, himself, just whack job. You know, pretending nothing. to be Keith Richards. Yeah, exactly. Time. And then Keith Richards, Richards even shows up in the third one. You know, yeah. as, uh, with those knuckles that look like they're baseballs. But uh, yeah, right. so that's all I watched this week. Fun stuff, dumb stuff. You know, I'll probably be watching the other two at some point. Uh, probably at Bureau Clock. I'll be, uh, <laughs> beer o'clock. Beer o'clock. By the time I get real hammered, you know, those those are right where you got to be. Just kind of dumb, you know, eat, eating uh, whatever food you prepared after yeah. your nights of drinking. What, whatever is vi- whatever is vittles, parts. <laughs> exactly. Clonus. Parts of the clonus. Are. Yeah, there you go. There's All right, there. let's a take movie. a trailer break and we'll be back with our movies du jour. And a story about our movies du jour. Plenty of stories. No, I, I think there was a real disconnect in... Uh, in how we arrived at our stories. And we'll talk about that on air because it's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, all right, here's the trailers. 
You're on my side of the armrest. We're not going to have problems, are we?
that I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. I just had I had I had uh, widget trauma. All right, we're back. That was our. <laughs> Wait, I'm not back. <laughs> oh no, one of us is back. One of us oh, isn't. Oh my ears, my ears. Oh, okay, I'm back. So we had Vampire Orgy X yeah. or ten. And then we had the main title theme to our movie uh, that we're doing right now, which is... Dracula versus Frankenstein. Yes, that thing. Another in the great Al Adamson directorial career. I took a lot of notes on this one. Yeah, I've got like And I took like four notes for the Glory Stompers, which is our second (laughs) one. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, go with your notes first. Let's uh, see what you well, right off the bat, I'm looking at the credits and I was like, Graydon Clark, that dude wrote Final Justice. Oh my God. He directed Without Warning, too, by the way. Oh, uh, well, I didn't. I liked Without Warning. Yeah, so. Without, was, War- Without Warning was my very first slow robot. There you go. Yeah, Remember he that? directed. He, he's a, he, was a, he became a big B movie director. He directed Joysticks and Without Warning and The Bad Bunch and. L- yeah. And and L- Lombada, the, the the sacred dance, and 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 other movies. You're so. like, oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah, Graydon Clark. He's uh, strange, the 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 hippie dude. Yeah, that goes into the carnival or whatever. This was a mess. A glorious mess. It was. I didn't dislike it. Um, when I watched <laughs> it, I was like, okay, you know, it had some themes going through it, which were fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were trying to have like a motorcycle gang because at one point there's like three dudes on Hondas I'm like Rush Tamblin yeah it's like because then they came back to like to be all rapey too and then and thankfully yeah. then uh, you know oh this whole double feature is all rapey today oh my god I know this is a rape fest I know of sorts it could have uh, been worse though yeah way worse it could have been worse but yeah okay here's here's what what I, are we talking about okay here's the deal from what I gather, because there's have all we, sorts of like. Have we given the name yet? Dracula versus Frankenstein. Okay, I didn't. I, 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 oh, I yeah. couldn't remember if we gave the name or not. All right. Okay, according to Sam Sherman, other writers or whatever, originally this was going to be a movie, a mad scientist movie. All right, makes sense. With with Doctor Duryea, J. Carroll Nash from Universal, and of course Lon Chaney Jr., the Wolfman. Poor Lon Chaney. And the whole deal about that, yeah, <laughs> that he was he was like uh, uh, abducting young women because he wanted to make a serum of their blood, but they had to be in the state of like, you know, in a shock or in distress in I, order to get this. I didn't even get that out of this movie. It, it was really hard <laughs> to understand. They had to be in some state of shock or distress yeah. in order to get. The blood, which would be able to cure everybody in the world, and the doctor could walk again and grow tall. Lon Chaney Jr. could be cured of his, you know, mental challenging. <laughs> he, he Even Dracula being Lon could, could, like, you know, <laughs> later on. Anyway, it was originally going to be something around that, and then I read also that it was going to be a sequel to also a little bit of a biker movie because they had done Satan Sadus before. Is that what they were doing? Was, was well, there a biker I think gang? I've read some other people saying that 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 there was going to be a bit of a sequel to the biker thing. I'm thinking that they were they were trying to do all sorts of movies to get every every and, demographic, and, so and, people and like and oh. they pieced them together. They had some biker footage. They did a horror movie, and then when when it, when the 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 movie which was going to be called. Um, it was going to be called The Blood Seekers, the, 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 the thing with J. Carroll Nash and Lon Chaney. The producer, when he saw what they had, didn't like it. So then he got the bright idea, well, let's put Dracula and Frankenstein in here. So then they took one movie and tried to make it into, put Frankenstein and Dracula just to be able to sell it. And then, okay, now we got a movie with Dracula and Frankenstein. But then he wasn't satisfied, which was Sam Sherman, the producer. 
So when he went back to New York, he added a different ending and had an <laughs> extra ending to it, which is why at the very end of the movie, you see is Dracula has different makeup. Like he has a more of a kabuki looking makeup. And the right. monster was played by a different guy. That's why in the credits you see the monster played by John Bloom and the creature played by Shelley Weiss. Oh, is that... You know what? Because I'm sitting there and I was yes. like, the creature. And I'm thinking, did I miss something? Maybe no. I, then I was like, maybe they meant something in that wax museum or whatever. No. I'm like, cause I'm like, what the hell, you know? No, this is... These guys, Sam Sherman and Al Adams, and Sam Sherman specifically, would redo things or cobble together movies or try to make Stuff them... Stuff laying around. You're like, yeah, whatever. To sell. And, and basically, the, another story is, is that... Uh, Sam Sherman had a, a, a Dracula, a Frankenstein movie set up for distributors mm -hmm. to, to put in drive-ins. He wasn't done with it. So what he did was he grabbed a movie called Mark of the Wolfman. It was a Paul Nashi movie. And he ended up calling it Frankenstein's Bloody Terror. And he sold that as the Frankenstein movie to distributors in the theaters <laughs> and drive-ins, even though it wasn't, uh, there was no Frankenstein in it. But in the beginning of the movie, he does a prologue. <laughs> He's like, I'm Frankenstein. This is my story. Wolfstein. <laughs> you have to, wa we'll have to watch Frankenstein. But he explains that Frankenstein became Wolfstein. And oh, then no, basically he scammed everybody because he didn't have Dragon vs. Frankenstein done. <laughs> so this is like... An unbelievable mess of <laughs> like great. B movie strange and so I know I screwed this up in some form or another, but this gives you kind of an idea of the why guy. this is such you a can, mess. like you can just see that guy sit down and he's like, Oh shit man, I, my my movie's due today. What am I gonna do? Like a guy like a kid with homework. <laughs> yeah, my homework's like, not done. Do we like, have anything out like, there? Right, he just took he just took a reel and just erased it and just wrote Frankenstein and just handed it to the guy. He's like, Here you go you know I mean he actually did title credits by the same guy who did these credits, Bob oh. Labar, but they took a, a Wolfman movie, called it a Frankenstein movie and of course all these movies I saw on creature features so these are so, these yeah, are the classic creature feature drive-in drive feature feature late night TV yeah. later where I saw them they, they cranked them out like just like the chop suey or chop sake from uh, yeah, yeah, Kung yeah, Fu yeah. theaters and stuff and they this just has crank like, them out like I said J. Carol Nash Lon Chaney Greg Boy, that, Clark that girl has gigantic breasts that's a that's Al Adamson's wife yeah Regina yeah, yeah. Carol. that's oh. a freak out girl Wow. And, 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 and she's got Regina Carroll. You got Anthony Isley from Hawaiian Eye. You, you only see one. You only see one boob. We'll, we'll go on record. Yes, right you, do, you do. One see one boob, boob on the table. On the table, but on you're like, slab. you're like, I don't know if I should even look at this. This is weird. It's like you know? dead boob. Yeah. Well, she's not dead, but she, remember, she's shocked. Yeah, she was shocked, but wasn't uh. she? But Groton decapitated her, and then they sewed oh, her yeah, head back yeah, on. Yeah. I don't know. There was such weird. It stuff. It was just a mess, a glorious mess of B movie bizarro. I didn't. I followed along with it. Like, when I was watching it, I was following it. Kinda. Sort of. Like, they had... You could tell they were trying to do stuff, but it was so loose. Like, the the plot lines were so loose, and people just came and went, and you're like, what is this? And then there's the midget guy, and you're like, oh, man. Angelo Rosito, who was in Freaks. Yeah, yeah. He was also in Mad Max vs. Thunderdome. That's yeah, a career, uh, buddy. That's the guy right there. Two foot yeah. eleven. What a career, you know. But, but you know what's interesting about this movie... One of the many things. Oh, he the was end. the guy that was riding... He was Master Blaster. Yes, yes. He was Master the guy riding yes. the, the big guy. You know what's interesting about this movie? This movie influenced Monty Python. How? At the end of the movie, uh -huh. did you notice 
that when Dracula's fighting Frankenstein in the forest, uh-huh. Dracula keeps ripping... He ripped his arms off. He's it's like, only a flesh wound. <laughs> Come back here, I'll bite your legs off. And even Sam Sherman talked about it a little bit. I was watching it going like, yeah, I could see where Monty Python, but Terry Gilliam saw this crap, and he said, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> I'm writing a skit right now for this movie we're going to do in about ten years. Anyway, no, it was only it was only oh, like yeah, three yeah. or four years That's actually. Yeah, yeah, right. It was it was it was real close, but uh, yeah. So and then you got Zandor Vorkov, you yeah. know the the Dracula. So Dracula's walking around. And Forrest Ackerman, by the way, the famous monsters is in the movie. He's the evil mm-hmm. Doctor Beaumont who gets killed by the monster coming out of the car. Oh, cool. All yeah. Right. So anyway, on to the descri- on to our plot. Well. Summary. Okay, go ahead. You're gonna. I'm gonna leave this up to you because I don't even. No, I no, couldn't. You need, you need to jump in. But I anyway. can't. Dis- I mean, I can't describe it. It was just like there's a girl who's a dancer, and we sat through that whole thing. Well, no, it starts off with the cemetery scene. Remember where Dracula is going to the cemetery, and he's going to like some cemetery. We don't know where it is to unearth the Frankenstein. Oh, monster. that's right. Like, oh my God. See, I can't even remember. I just remembered from that. From that act that we had to sit well, through. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And that yeah. act was just... Yeah, like, I was just, like, yeah Regina Carroll's hell... Uh, I kind of sank back and go, so we're going to watch this whole thing, huh? Oh, All yeah. right, here we go. So, <laughs> so the first scene is Dracula, he takes a monster, and he re- and he kills the gra- the crypt keeper or whatever, the grave, you know, the, the guy who uh, runs the graveyard, and he steals the Frankenstein monster from the grave. Wow, I didn't know the Frankenstein monster was buried somewhere, but okay... And the yeah. logic and in chains it, it, and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then we cut to uh, the next scene. We cut to was that the, this the girl, the sister of Regina Carroll, was at that carnival. Oh, that's right. She's running around and la di da, and she gets. She goes to the beach and then she gets like killed, chopped with by yeah, the head goes head goes rolling. One of the head rolling right scenes. by Groton. Uh, yeah. And then just to ease up on all the horror that we got, then we get Regina Carroll's musical number. Whoa. And and you know <coughs> what's interesting is, in the audience you can see a clip of the our director Al Adamson. He's in the audience. He actually applauds at the end. <coughs> so Al is in the movie. You know, of he course did, he is. He did a Hitchcock or whatever. So then we get like uh, the Regina, detective scene. Th- then we get Regina Carroll's whole musical number. Which uh-huh. she, was, she was a singer in Vegas, I think. I believe in Vegas or in. So she was hmm. a singer. So, and then she gets a telegram. From uh, you know, from whatever, saying that her sister is missing, and then of course we cut to the the seeing the police station with the police chief is Jim Davis from Dallas. Mm. Also, the spokesman back then from Win Dixie, the Beef People. I don't know if you remember those <laughs> Oh, Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Jim Davis. So he tells her that like you know her sister's been abducted and they can't find her and blah blah blah. And then, uh, you know, she's like, you know, she decides to go out on her own and investigate. Yeah, because he's like, don't do it. And he's like, otherwise there'll be lights out. He turns the light out or something like that. It was yeah, some weird, yeah, yeah. like, punchline that he did. Then they tried to be cool, but it didn't fly. I don't know if you yeah, remember what I was yeah, talking yeah, about. Like, yeah, he said yeah, something. They, yeah, you know, it's like. So she's, then she's like out and about. And then they go to some biker bar or like some weird bar. Remember she gets to that bar. And no, then but she's be, like. No, but before they go to the bar. You get you get you meet you get to see those two hippies, Graydon Clark and his girlfriend. They go into the carnival, and that's when you see the little Angelo Rosito there. Mm-hmm. And then they go inside, and they see like all that. And that's when you meet Doctor Durier or Frankenstein or oh, whatever. Right, right. And he shows you his little house of horrors and stuff like that. And then like you know, then then they go to uh, then they cut to the uh, to the they go. He goes to back to his lab. 
and that's when they talk about you know the the girl and he talks about the formula that they have to like create and you know and all that and it's like you know you see her sister there with her head sewn back on and he talks about the formula that's going to cure everybody but it has to be like you know um it has to be like perfected, perfected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then he actually shoots up uh lawn with it because he's losing it and then he goes nuts and goes out and you know yeah. and, and he kills a couple of people on the beach again more killing for no reason or yeah. whatever and yeah. it was really weird when he was sewing up the he every time he had an experiment like the girls are on these tables and it, like they're pretending like they sew their heads onto different bodies or whatever yeah. and 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 the girls are like blinking and move like slight movement so it's and it's, they were directed to do that. It wasn't like they just couldn't hold yeah, still. Yeah, they were yeah. their eyes were open and they were like looking around, even though they're getting worked on. It was very strange. You and know? then they then they get to the club, mm. and that's when you were like going to talk about like you know going. Oh to the, no, it was just weird. It was a, that's the biker a, segment of the movie. Both these movies this week have like that late sixties, uh, like where they're trying to do like an acid freakout or like like there's girls with words painted on them, but you can't ever read the words because they're just like finger paint and they're dancing around and everyone's doing like this druggy acid like whoa I'm so freaking out you know and so she goes there and she's like oh you know have you seen this girl she's doing the old standard walking around with a Polaroid going have you seen this girl have you seen this girl you know hitting the streets and and then the guy's like no man but have a seat you know I'll get you some coffee and then like he's very beatnikish which is like Ugh. so then he goes right to Rico who's this guy who's the head of a biker gang who pimps out girls yeah. and and white, white slavery and you're like okay that's weird and then he's like give her these man and he hands him some like acid to put in her coffee which I was like I don't know but whatever I, and then so then he, he just like leaves so you think something bad's gonna happen there but so he just guy just like hands her the coffee and, a, and an ashtray and then he sits back laughing as she starts doing an acid she does her freak out he does her acid freak out and it's all like whoa and everyone's <laughs> uh, you know movie acid freak outs just don't work and and in our biker one the camera loved this gigantic blonde bo- yeah, bohemian yeah. you know and he and he was doing like an acid freak out. i can't swim but the ocean's coming and you're like okay just <laughs> this doesn't work, man. Just just move on, you know. But whatever. So then the the hippie and her, her his girlfriend and another guy take her after during her acid freakout. So uh, they take her to Tony Isley's. Like he's the cool hip. Oh yeah, guy. He know, wishes doctor. he was John Saxon all day long. Now in the now in the meantime, Dracula ends up showing up at Frankenstein's lab and he brings a monster with him. And then, like, he's like, hey, you know, I know who you are. You're Dr. Frankenstein. Of course, oh, Dracula has an echo to his voice, just to be cool. Oh, and, it, and Dracula <laughs> was actually, like, a friend of Sam Sherman, who was a stockbroker or something like that, or an accountant. But he thought he looked cool, so he made him into, like, he's very gaunt. a very Jewish Dracula. Yeah, he's very thin and gaunt. And he, and the teaser, both, both, both iterations of these monsters are way different and way off from what we know as them today. Well, they have to be different because they didn't want to get sued by Universal, so they had yeah. to change the monster's appearance. He right? doesn't have fangs. He just has, like, gigantic predator teeth. Yeah. Or, you know, or like the alien. Remember in Aliens when that little teeth thing would come flying out of their mouth? That's the teeth he has. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah. too big for his face, and you're like, okay, that's yeah, weird, well. but whatever. And he has the popped collar with the cape. Like, it's the red and black cape. The uh, like in it with a suit and, and and a very gaunt, thin man with gigantic teeth and, and like a uh, Fu Manchu. Yeah, thing just a Fu Manchu, on. and he's totally just doing the uh, 
the weird accent, but it doesn't it doesn't and follow any actual accent of like people you know on Earth. And he's, and he's got the echo thing. <laughs> yeah. So then they talk. Then then Dracula goes, "Oh, you revived the monster." And then you know, and then and then they actually have props from the original Frankenstein movie. Believe it or not, they hooked is that, up. Is that in those things? They hooked yeah. up with the. They, you know, Sam Sherman found out. They found out through somebody else. Uh, I forgot who told them about the guy who did the props, and he still had them, and they made a deal, and he used them. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was surprised to see that because <coughs> the guys, the guys' laboratory is fully stocked with like standard. Yeah. The Jacob's Ladder and the the very yes. very it was it was actually very robust for for this movie you know yeah, yeah. I so did notice that they had all that stuff sitting around the the lab looked like the real lab except for these tubes that they painted like fluorescent <laughs> colors because it was the sixties or whatever it was very that was weird but other, everything else was right on you know so Dracula has him you know he says you're a doctor you're not Duryea you're really Frankenstein blah blah and then he wa- he wants his serum so he could create a race of invincible vampires or something <laughs> yeah, there's like, all okay. this like goofiness going on <laughs> and then Dr. Duryea he goes and, and then we can get revenge on your 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 uh, the guy who made you crippled or whatever and that's when they cut to the scene where like he shows up at the at the car with Forrest Ackerman and he and, for, and then you know, Force Ackerman is the doctor who like almost killed Doctor Durier, and he goes in his car, and Dracula shows up in the back seat, and he like takes him out to the woods, and that's where the Frankenstein monster kills oh, him or whatever. Man, I can't. It was just a bizarre scene, but that was the revenge for oh, Doctor okay. Durier or whatever. And then, and then you know, I didn't get that. Yeah, it was just like a, it, it was. There's a lot of weird. <laughs> stuff going on in it, this it's movie. so disjointed you, you don't know how these pieces fit together and you don't even bother like I didn't bother I was just assumed it was from a different puzzle and put it to the side and and just <laughs> so then Regina Carroll wakes up at Tony Isley's house and, oh yeah and he's and, and, and then they talk about her sister then they end up going to the carnival and then they ask Dr. Durier if he knows her sister, and he doesn't know her sister or whatever. But he does know the sister. Did you see his eyes? You can tell he, he knew, and you're like, okay. And then and it cut to another disjointed scene where Graydon Clark and his girlfriend are walking, and the bikers try to That's kidnap the thing. her. I was like, what is this, man? What are you? That was from the yet uh, the other movie that they were trying to do. I, I gather. That's you know? that's the part where I was like, what are we doing here? Why are these guys here? You know, like Rico. Yeah, and and that's where I wrote down. I think I wrote something about. Uh, let's see. Uh, would you really be scared of a three-person bike gang? I mean, honestly, on Hondas, I'd be like, "No, you're not a gang." Just but, but Greg and Clark didn't look too tough. You know? Good point. I'd be like, "Just, just scoot, scoot, get." And she, just spray them with water like a cat and see if they run away. You know. And the girl was formerly one of their mamas, I guess, so they wanted her back or whatever. I don't know. You know. So anyway. That they're 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 about to kick his ass, and then Jim Davis shows up with the cops show up, and they break it up, so yeah. they're saved or whatever. And then we get like a lovey dovey scene with uh, oh. Regina Carroll and Tony Isley on the beach or whatever, you know. And then, jeez, uh, what's up to that? Uh, and the monster goes out and kills some more, and then, uh, and then like they, they also they, they cut to like, uh, and then and then they they kill a couple of more people on the beach. Gary Ken, I think, is some other girl. But but it's at night. And I think Regina and Tony Isley are at the beach too, and they don't they don't see the killing or whatever. I guess you know? not. Or they, did you hear that? I yeah. Heard, did you hear I, that? Yeah, I heard yeah. that that trap door we heard before. And then they find like, a trap door, and they don't they don't know what the hell you know what the hell it is again. You know, so it's like. Huh. But then but then is this when Rico shows up and gets all rapey? And yeah, then and then they go and, they, and then they, yeah, and then the next scene is when Rico shows up again when the girl's on the beach. 
and they go, yeah, yeah, we found you. We knew we were going to get you. And they get all rapey with them. They're going to do like some, you know, some nasty activity. And Lon shows up and he like chops them all up or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought the girl was chopped up, but she wasn't. She was still alive. She was just like shocked. She was which, shocked in Which means the... that they could take her blood and uh-huh. use it for their formula sure, or whatever. Why not? You know? So, so yeah. So then, um, so then I think uh, after that, Anthony Isley, they hear what's going on, and then they they end up going into the spook house. Yeah, and you know, that whole scene, they're like, oh, the mysteries of the spook house. I was like, this whole thing, if they would have had one flashlight, that like, that would have been the end of all of it, because like, have you ever seen like those dark rooms where there's like, oh, this is so scary. If you shine a flashlight around, you're like, oh, no, that's not, nothing scary at all. There's the string, there's the door, that's yeah, the guy. Right, the guy's right. standing right there. You're like, you just flash around, you'd be like, this, I, I, I found you. You're like Waldo. You're, you're done. So, <laughs> but you know, whatever. So, so they go into the spook house, and and Regina sees her sister there, and like, you know, Doctor Duryea Frankenstein starts talking about like all his garbage or whatever. You know. Oh and, yeah, he loves to talk. He yeah, just yeah. starts blah blah blah, expounding on societal pressures, and I'm like, just. And then, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Groton shows up with the little Angela Rosito because they broke in and they sweat. They went past Angela Rosito. So he was like angry protest. about that. You're he was like, angry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See this little dude swinging an axe around. I'm like, what? So all of a sudden, Groton comes in with Lon Chaney. He starts swinging an axe. No, he, Lon Chaney's swinging a chair around, like a bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the little, then the midget dude swinging around the axe, and you're like, okay, where's this going? Where and then a battle royale ensues. <laughs> you know. The doc shoots Tony Isley. That doctor can't shoot for shit. He he <laughs> he didn't hit a single thing. He's like, uh, well, he hit he hit the one guy in the shoulder, but come on, man, six shots, you can't hit nothing. Yeah, Groton escapes and Regina escapes, and he goes after her, and then Graydon Clark brings the cops or whatever. The cops show up, they kill Groton, I think they kill yeah, Lon Chaney. But then they split for some reason. No, they just went away. I wrote they that in my notes. Away. I was like, wasn't there like all the cops in, in this whole area were here and now they're just not here? Yeah. Because that guy puts on his ring and makes the other guy disappear into a pile of fire. I'm like, what is going on here? And then, and then, and then before that happens, Doc's, the, Doc is trying to chase Tony throughout his thing. <laughs> and then Doc is obviously not really good with his wheelchair, so he ends up hitting, making a bad move and decapitating himself. Yeah, he falls into a guillotine and it chops his own head off in his own weird place and i was like yes okay <laughs> you know you're like you saw where it was going anyway but you're just like here because they show that way too many times that guillotine you're like okay we get yeah it. we know what's gonna happen so then yeah. tony escapes and then regina gets captured by the drac and frankenstein and frankenstein and die and drac uh kid uh, uh he, he kid he uh, hypnotizes her and ties her up and i forgot what they were trying to do or whatever you know but they end up having like a big old scene at the top of the warehouse or whatever yeah he's tying her up and this is where it really actuates her uh, assets why yes, she, yes, she's tied up the rest of this movie and it's a, it's there's a lot of support it separates and lifts a lot let's just put it that way yeah and uh, you're like wow so yeah. tony Isley goes up with yeah. his with his flare and he blinds the monster and the monster ends up like hitting Drac or whatever, so it gives Tony no, time. No, fight him, not me. Yeah, wow. right. you're like okay. So it gives Tony time to untie uh, Regina, and when they try to escape, that's when like you know uh, Dracula sees him and he zaps him with his uh, with his like st- with his ring with, with his, his phantom ring. Cyclops ring, and it just and it, the guy just goes woof, and he just goes into like fire, and you're like. Huh? So then they abduct Regina, but then this is what what this is when 
there was supposed to be another ending where they killed Dracula around this time. But okay, Sam it would Sherman have made sense because the other part didn't even make any but sense. But Sam Sherman didn't like it, so they ki- so he kidnaps Regina, and then they and then they cut to like a different whole thing in New York and some church yeah. what they found in the woods. And then they do the ending scene where like they bring. Regina to the to the to the church and then Dracula uh, ties her up. I'm go- yeah, ties her up and starts lighting candles. Is like, oh, I'm and gonna, he's ma- gonna make I'm gonna make you my bride now. And, and you're and like, and, and, what? I think, and I think Frankenstein kind of likes her a little bit, you know. So he doesn't take to that, you know. Frankenstein so looks like a, a he he just blew it too big of a bubble gum thing and it popped on his face. Yeah, That's yeah. what it, like I like the second. Frankenstein looks okay. The first one, when he was on the table and they were trying to like raise him up, I'm like, yeah. this looks bad, man. <laughs> this does not look good. But go ahead. So sorry. So, so so anyway, so then you know, so then they're gonna like now they're fighting know, over the chick. Ne- so then they're fighting over the chick, and they go out into the woods, and then that's where Dracula like shows his like superpowers, and he like rips Frankenstein's arm off, and then finally he rips his head off. Ta-da! Big close up. But wait. But wait. Uh oh. Uh oh. What happened? The fight next? has distracted him. He didn't notice that his one real weakness. He didn't notice. Didn't notice. Didn't notice that the sun was coming up. Even though it's light out, yeah. and and his only rule in life is to make sure he's not in the sun, by except for modern interpretations, yeah, but whatever, right, right, right. you know. So except for Twilight. Yeah. So now, so then, like, oops, oh, I can't get in in time, and this drug on and on, like. Yeah, well, they have to do the, the final trans the deterioration scene, like in Horror <laughs> of Dracula. I actually started yelling at the TV, like, "We get it." We get it. Okay. You know, yeah, he's like, oh. They had, to, they, had, they had to, like, you know, they had to drag it for as long as they could. We get it. We got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Regina comes out, and she's, like, all stunned, and she sees the ring and this cape, and, you know, and then the end. And Wouldn't you have taken the ring? Yeah, the ring was cool. I would have taken the as ring. As a matter of fact, I, when I was watching an interview with Sam Sherman, the ring was made by a relative of his, for the movie, it was a one-of-a-kind ring, and then and the guy actually wanted it back, and ended up being stolen when the guy's jewelry store was stolen. It's never been found. Oh, that's sad. So that ring is in the the hands of somebody, but it was stolen and it's where it's gone. Well, not, it probably is, not it gone. A, it's it is a cool ring. Somebody has it. But, yeah, somewhere. You know. But yeah, this is a this eh. is a classic schlock no. so here, movie creature. So feature. here is the real question for you: What um, <laughs> who would really win? In Dra- I would say Dracula would beat Frankenstein easily. Well, he did in this movie. No, but I mean in real, like not in real life. It by modern interpretation, probably because he's more intelligent and a little more like he yeah. has way many. He has way and more he can superpowers, him right? And stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I, I think I'm going with Dracula. I thought you were going to go with Frankenstein because Frankenstein. First I, at first, I would because of the power and the invincibility. But Dracula's guy, like he said, superpower can turn into a bat. He's like he's all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I got you know. I got to think Dracula. Yeah, okay. I think, I think Sam picked it right. It was it was Dracula who, who mm. wins. So obviously he won in this movie and he'll probably win in other movies. Yes, so probably. There you go. Not the Twilight dudes though. They'd lose to Frankenstein. No, they're they're soft. They would lose. They would definitely lose to Frankenstein. They're, they're the soft. While boys. they're all frolicking, trying to chase like underage women. Yeesh. All right. So uh, yeah, what are you gonna give it? Uh, it's one of my favorites. I'll give it an eight. I got to. Wow. Okay. It's one of my I was favorites. gonna go six. I That's mean, cool. Yeah, you know. It's a glorious mess of a movie. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick trailer break, and when we come back, we're going to do our second feature, which is The Glory Stompers, starring the... The over... The over-cheesing... The, the over-cheesing uh, Dennis Hopper. Yes. Hamming it up and chewing the scenery, as only he can. No, not again. I, 
Why does it say pepper jam when there is no pepper jam? I swear to God, one of these days I, I, I just kick this piece of shit out the window. You and me both, man. The thing is lucky I'm not armed. Piece of shit. The girls in night school have one thing in common. They're all ending up dead. You can run, you can hide, you can scream. But it doesn't take an education to know when someone wants to kill you. Night School. Prepare for a lesson in terror. Night School. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent.
This is Natalia. She is my sister. She is number four prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. Nice. All right. So before we get into this movie, a uh, little bit behind, I'm gonna, we're going to share a little bit with the listener. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> something funny. And I came home and I was just kind of like, <sighs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Me and Doctor Morbius here. We all we each each week we each pick a movie. Right. And um, do, last week Doctor Morbius said I'm going to pick Angels An- Wild Women. Angels Wild Women. And I and I didn't know anything about either, any of these movies. Like you know, you, you bring over a flash drive and just say, "Here's a couple movies," and I yeah, grab yeah, them. Yeah. And I know we're going to cycle through them, and I get to my stuff. So Angels Wild Women, and I see this is a, a w- female biker thing. Now you now uh, you, oh. I did give you a PDF of the Psychotronic. Uh, video guide. So whenever you don't know what a movie is, just uh-huh. look it up on Psychotronic, and you'll find it in there most likely. Or I or IMDb, but well, Psychotronic's probably pretty better. And that and that's something for our listeners. Go out and find the. Yeah, go get it. I don't think go get it on uh, Amazon. One of the greatest books on B movies ever written, the Psychotronic film guide. And that's uh, kind of like it give, gives a lot of information about them. And just it gives capsule. It get it capsulized reviews, but they're real. Some of them are real snarky and funny, but it covers. A Everything. Lot. Oh, that's cool. That we love. Right. Yeah, and we pretty love much. So much. I'm sitting there at my at my work, just sitting there thinking because I had originally picked uh, Exterminators from the year 3000, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let's we'll make we'll make this a, a biker double feature. I'll just and I'll pick Glory Stompers. So I sent an email saying, yeah, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch to Glory Stompers if that's cool with you. If you know. So Dr. Morbius writes back, that sounds good, and I'm gonna switch to Frankenstein versus Jekyll. I was like. Well, that defeats the purpose of why I picked the glory stuff. See, I misunderstood you. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if I said that. I was like, oh, this will be cool. We'll do a biker double feature. And I, I was mis- like, I misunderstood you. I thought that <laughs> so you, we just swapped. I thought that you picked the glory stompers and you didn't want to do a biker. double Oh no, feature. no, I wanted a biker double uh, feature because I even came home and I was like, I don't know what happened, but we just swapped movies. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. I'm sure if I would have sent more emails, or I would have just called you and said, "No, no, man, I want to do a biker double feature." And I was just like, "Huh?" Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to do a biker double feature because it's like so great. A lot of it was a lot of biker. It's I know. A lot of and, rape I, and, and, anger, and then I was know? like, "Well, maybe that's what he was thinking." I was just like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll just." Cause I next still want to watch Angels Wild Women, yeah. but I didn't want to well, make it like <laughs> two, four, three hours of like, Not "Hey, man, <laughs> I'm gonna rape you, man." You know, it's like, uh, uh, "Okay, I got it." But the I, other one was a female game. It just so. made me laugh because I was like. Well, that defeats the purpose of why I picked Gloria Stompers. I thought you didn't want to do. I thought maybe you didn't. You didn't want to do. A oh no, no, no! That's cool. So now this week we'll probably do Exterminators for the Year Three Thousand. That's what we'll do. That'll be I the next like, week. Show. Eh, whatever. So uh, that was just a little bit of a too like, much biker comedy, too much, you know? Too much anger, too much hatred. You oh, know? there's a, boy. The, as much as I love them, and I, you know, one of the, I, it's a love hate for me because I love the. I, lo- I love the motorcycles the from anger, back then. I love the anger and the, and the angry hippie. You know, like, like, oh, yeah, I, I hate the man, man. I'm going to yeah. keep the... But, yeah, it's a little but too it, much after a while. And uh, I don't believe that's a world. I, <laughs> the, the world that they show, I don't believe it. Like, they're much more downtrodden and grim than, than, than what movies portray. I do love watching... Because the older motorcycles, just like hot rods, just like everything, go through fads. They go through, like, the 60s hot rods and the 60s motorcycles are a certain thing. The 70s were a certain thing. The 80s were a certain thing. Uh, you know, each de- each generation, each decade reinvents them. The 60s motorcycles were very cool in that they were their traditional stripped-down motorcycle that where they literally chopped her, they just chopped things off them. 
And they were also... Now, if you don't have an SNS motor, or now if you're not riding a Harley, it's not even considered a chopper. And you're like, look, man. Triumphs, Hondas, those guys Indian. that we were... Yeah, those guys we were looking at today. One guy had a Harley. The rest of them were like, Hondas. And and one Triumph in there. And, and it was okay. You know, now... The problem with now is everything has to be a certain thing. Otherwise, you're not in that group. And you're like, well, that's not how things are at all. You know? So I love when we watch these old 60s uh, biker movies. I don't particularly care for the genre of movie. I, so, I do like it. I don't, I don't hate I, it, I, but I don't like... It's kind of weird to say that I like it because it's an action movie. But when yeah. I was a kid... My parents, you know, they didn't know any better. <laughs> my dad wanted to see action movies, so I remember as a kid, like as a nine or ten year old, awesome. going with my parents to see Hell's Angels on Wheels and going like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. it was like you know early exploitation. It was, you know. and, and there was a certain. They're very, they're very rough. Generally speaking, these movies are rough. Yeah. This one wasn't so much. These these biker gangs were early, these biker gangs were kind of still also doing like a beach party and and you're like I don't think that's well, how biker uh, gangs. Well, two right, of the yeah. people were from beach party movies. Um, and Jody McRae, yeah, the big guy. Uh, I forgot what his name was. He was from beach party movies. And Chris Noel was in a couple of beach party. That's movies. what I mean. They were they were. Like, and she was in an Elvis movie too, The Blonde. She was in yep. Girl Happy. The, and the, they were doing like bongos and dancing around and stuff. And you're <coughs> like, I don't think this is what biker gangs look like at all. But and you know, they, they, they end the beach party movies ended and then they made biker. movies. <laughs> <laughs> just like here they went your, from one extreme to another yeah, dirty yourself up by like 90% and now we're going to start filming over on lot C you know and you're yeah, like okay whatever yeah whatever uh, but this is a very I guess typical fare the only difference is um, is it has Dennis Hopper in it and he I love Dennis Hopper. I do too he amps things up he's, to he's, uh, he's insane you can see you can see in his eyes that he's nuts and he does, and he overacts, and he's like every every other word is man. Hey man, what are you doing, man? What are you, you killing, man? I was man? there, man. You know he does that. But but I, but I, I dig, I, I'm digging it. Oh yeah, know? yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't hate on him. I don't see how he's so popular, but I do, but whatever, you know. Yeah, I do. You do. I do. I do see. I, I think he's actually a good actor, but I think there's an intensity there that he has that that most like, don't you can yeah. gravitate towards. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, and again, I'm not being derogatory towards him. Yeah, he has an uh, intensity to him. It's just like uh, like most people would sit back and go, "How is Bruce Campbell so popular with a certain group there of people?" He's not a great actor, but he's he is to those people. Like I love him. So yeah. t- to me, he's a great actor, even though he knows his role, I know his role, and we're all cool with it. So I think yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, what, yeah. what Hopper's like, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like um, Hopper. Yeah, it is funny. But it, this is a very um, strange... The whole plot of this movie is very strange in that they're having a party, like the the, the Glory Stompers is a bike gang. Uh, the Black Souls ride in. There's right. a, there's a, it's a gang of five. Yeah. Six, if you count his. If you count the mama. Chino's mama, who you liked a lot. Yeah, she was very hot. She was she was a very to me she was a very sexy woman. Yeah, you know she's a bigger gal, but you sure why not? You know, nice, curvaceous. You will why say. Not? Yeah. And the, and they just kind of are. They're like a bad motorcycle gang where the Glory Stompers seem a bit more fun loving and. Like I said, partier. yeah, just e- e- even, even though like uh, you know the the Jody McRae, the 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 main guy, his oh. girlfriend is trying to get him, hey, grow up, get out of this bike gang. You yeah, know, how long are you gonna be here? You got to get a career. When are we gonna on. be normal people? See, when are we normal people? Yeah, there's that going on. One of the things that I found in this movie, and I don't know, maybe I was inter- maybe I was reading deeper into it than I should have. There seems to be actual like 
societal reflections and like like they're trying to say messages in this a little movie. bit slightly yeah. not a lot they're not they're, they're not banging you over the yeah, head yeah but it, it was something where like because it came back around when the guy who used to be a glory stomper is helping him Jack Mahoney yeah and he's like I'm gonna help you I'm not I'm not ditching you and then at one point when they're fixing a motorcycle alongside the road he's like he gives him the same rap he's like yeah you're losers and and and, and I was one of you don't you know, you yeah, could no, be free and stuff, it's and true. it was kind of cool because it just was a very interesting the snapshot of that society and that mentality back then. Because one thing, growing up outside of those that generation, that decade, I often find movies reflecting from that societal time are just laden with that horseshit like like beatnik bullshit and hippie philosophies yeah. and mentalities and my brain can't even wrap itself around it and it all sounds like like a just stupidity to me that's like, why there's some there's some movies that make fun of the beatniks there's some movies that give you a different opinion uh-huh. but then there's some that preach how great it is too you that's know? like they, those those there, there's the preachy ones and that tell you how, oh it's free man we gotta be free man yeah man you know and, and they're doing that yeah. shit and you're like look bro just get the hell out of here and I use the word bro to accentuate that as opposed to man yeah. and it's just this one wasn't that I mean this one had some things that were very confusing like I said there's a bike gang but these they had those girls in bikinis with the letters written all over them words yeah like, like the like the uh, you could like never the read the words though yeah whatever. and they had flowers and then they're doing acid freakouts and they're playing music and there's like a band in there and well, then there's bikers in there it was like to Whoa. me that that era of biker 67 when this movie they were the dark side of the hippie they were kind of like the hippie in the sense that they oh, wanted to free themselves they were still from like the establishment. They, they wanted to live outside of like societal norms, but they were they are the dark side of the hippie. That makes sense. So they are bred from the same hippie culture. One just grow, gravitated to... Peace and love, to, peace and love. Film of love. The other one's like, you know... Stick it up your ass. I'll yeah. smash you in the, the face the other with a one's chain. Like, yeah. I grew up and my dad used to beat us and like, you know... We now did, I'll beat you. We did yeah. drugs and we're angry. So that's the dark side of the hippie. I did. I don't know if you caught this, because um, he was riding a real nice. Uh, the star. Oh, I forget his name. Uh, not Chino, but the good guy. The the brother of. Uh, no, no, no. The Robert the, Tessier. The, the glory stomper. The oh, you Jordy McRae. Jordy McRae. I forgot his name in the movie. Yeah, 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 Jordy McRae. He he was riding a, a, an early shovelhead guitar, uh, uh, shovelhead motorcycle. It was very nice. It was it was an authentic. That was the Harley. If you noticed, like when it got low on gas. The the gas tank actually like moved back and forth and vibrated with his when they were driving. Like it was an authentic chopper. This wasn't like a real nice thing. And that's one of the other things I loved is that at one point it breaks down and and he's fixing it alongside the road, which was very common. These were not what 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 our society now calls choppers and Harleys and all that kind of stuff. Not even close to the reality of what they used to be, you know. They used to make BMW motorcycles, which I have a BMW motorcycle, prided itself on on being able to... You can fix anything on this motorcycle in the rain alongside of the road. Wow, With okay. the toolkit we have, oh, okay. you'll be able to get home. It's not going to be pretty, and it ain't going to sound right, but you're going to get home. Oh, okay. And that's what a lot of that stuff was. It was fixing it. It was They were constantly breaking down because they were junk, you know? And we're, we're, our society is very polished now. In sure. That, in that we... like. Harleys now cost more and drive better than most cars because we're, so we're well soft made. now, or you know, or they just we wouldn't tolerate that kind of motorcycle now. 
that's where it came from. That's the culture, you know. Now, you know, it was funny that in this movie, talking about the bike, there's a lot of scenes where they're really riding. Yeah. But there was a couple of scenes. Casey Kasem was one of the bikers. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's Casey Kasem with the beard. That's Scooby Doo's voice and America's oh Top Oh my 40. God, the guy with that's the top Casey, hat. Yes, that's Casey Kasem. Those two, I actually really enjoyed them. I. They were in other biker movies, by the way. They were funny and not like. They were just funny. They yeah. reminded me of Cheech and Chong. They had like a lighter yeah, yeah, sensibility, yeah. and they weren't. I don't know. I just very much enjoyed their yeah, performance. I thought they were funny. Casey Kasem did a lot of B movies for in the set in the sixties. He did, did he? I remember that now because he was always around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the scenes where him and the other guy are driving, they're not really driving the motorcycle. Oh, you can see that the motorcycle will hook up to some like kind of a thing. It and doesn't even like, wobble. That doesn't wobble. I'm going like I guess Casey didn't know how to ride or something. I didn't want to. Or <laughs> he whatever. was like, my voice is too golden for this. You should just hook me up to that. But ring. yeah, with that big old beard and stuff like that. I yeah, did not Casey. know that. That's great because I should have got that too because his voice yeah, the is so voice, familiar. You know? Scooby Doo. And he even has that collapsible top hat, which was so funny. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, wearing yeah. a top hat, and at one point they're like, "Let's ride." He like collapses it and flings it around his back. And I was like, that is cool. And the other guy in this movie that I didn't that I didn't recognize at first because he had hair was the was Magoo Robert Tessier, who was a classic bad guy in the sixties and seventies. This guy was a monster. But he you'll was mo- but you'll, you'll, but you'll know him better with a shaved head and in movies like The Longest Yard yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But he was great. And, then and he played he played the not right biker. He was the one that he usually was, was doing rapey and mean and killing people. And he was big. You know. Yeah, Robert Tessier. He had yeah. guns on him, and at one point. We're skipping around because there's not. We'll get into the plot, but it's going to yeah, be we'll about. Get into it. It's, it's going to be like maybe chase. three or four movies or yeah. three or four minutes worth of plot. The guy Chino, who is Den- played by Dennis Hopper, beats up Magoo, and Magoo is basically the size of a house. Yeah. And, and I was like, one my first notes like, there's no way in hell ever, even like that that, that Dennis Hopper could beat up Magoo. I know that everyone says, oh, you could. No, you can't. Not if you're outweighing somebody by three times. And it's mostly muscle. There's no way in hell, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess well, there is know, ways, but I mean, you know, I guess I guess the idea is that Dennis Hopper is in so insane that he's got like insane strength. There's another term, but I can't use it. You know, he has like <laughs> he has like you know whatever crazy strength. We'll crazy call it. strength. Yeah, 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 yeah he has crazy because he ain't right in the head. Because he ain't right in the head. There was yeah, a yeah. there was a guy uh, from my little town hometown um, who was special. Yes. Special needs person. Yes, yes, yes. And he was a wrestler and track star Very because strong, I'm sure. Well, because he he would like run until he fell down. Yes. He would run full speed up hills until he just fell over from exhaustion and his body didn't know to stop doing that. Like and he had that strength. He had that and he would just run and run and run and run. They'd be like, There he goes. Clunk. So he just, I think oh. Dennis Hopper had a little bit of that in him. <laughs> Maybe. So, and, then he, and then he had his brother with him in the gang, Clean yeah. Cut. Yeah. Who was, was kind of like protected him. He a was a very bit. pretty boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Much too pretty to be in a biker gang. But anyway. That's why they called him Clean Cut. Yeah. So so basically, the trouble starts. And, and you can tell the Glory Stompers are, are a much more progressive. They, they represent like a progressive kind of a evolving biker gang where the brute of the 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 bad no the the, the black souls the black souls they're just evil ugly old nasty, nasty. they had nazi signs on their yeah, yeah, yeah. jackets and stuff where they were and uh, uh, magoo had a nazi helmet yeah he had that nazi helmet painted bright yellow i was like okay yeah but so that's also the clash is newer more modern evolving there was 
every race, every you know, in in this party, not every yeah. race, but mixed cultures, mixed. The women were partying with men, and no one was getting super rapey on yeah, the Glory right. Stomper side. So anyway, he kicks it, to get to the plot. They're having a party. The bad guys show up with Hopper. They get a little bit too stupid. The he- the head of that the Glory Stompers kicks him out and says, "Get out of here." So then the girl says, "Oh, let's talk." And Hopper sees them driving down the road. They get into an altercation by themselves. The Glory Stompers aren't with him. It's just um, uh, what's the guy's name again? The, Jody McRae. It's just McRae and his his and his, love, and his lovely girl. blonde Chris girlfriend. Yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. And um and the glor- and the the Black Souls kind of do that thing where they're driving around him in a circle and they they kill him. Supposedly. They think they kill him. And now, what are we going to do, man? You know, she, he's dead. And they said, well, dump his crap over in behind the bushes and we're going to take the girl and sell her in Mexico. Yeah. And I, some white slavery. We and got a lot was, of white slavery. Yeah. In this. I was like, There's white slavery in, in, in Dragon vs. Frankenstein <laughs> and white slavery in... Uh, I didn't know it was so prevalent in America. In the 60s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn you, 60s. you got to stop human, selling white well, women. Well, there's human trafficking <laughs> now, but it's opposite, I think. But anyway, I don't know. Yeah. So I I'm, I stand against that. I would say I, I, I would say if, if it's on a vote, I'm gonna say no, no. To, to human trafficking. No, no, bad, bad, human all, trafficking, bad. All women, all all women, men, everything. I, no, no more. No. Um, and I'd also like to cut down on traffic because yes. it's hard to drive around in yes, Clearwater. Exactly. Yes, anyway, it, it really is. So that's the story. So now, now with all these damn spring breaker and, bikers, <laughs> whatever. I'm just and kidding. everyone takes their turn except for the other girl in the in the, the black souls. Of trying to rape this poor young woman, you yeah. know, and she's being drug around. First, Dennis Hopper is really trying to... First, he's trying to charm her at the party. Yeah. Then he's just trying to be outright rapey. And his girlfriend's like, hey, um, I'm your main Yeah, squeeze. remember me? Yeah, you remember yeah. me, how I sit on your motorcycle behind you? Yeah. She also outweighs Hopper by about 40 pounds. I think so. I'm pretty sure she could knock him down. She did have a switchblade. And she had a switchblade, and she was pretty quick with it, you know. She could, so, cut, she could cut Little Hopper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, the and and all the while, he's trying to make his moves. She's getting angry. Magoo, who is this big, giant goon, is there. So and they're just dragging this white woman towards Mexico, and that's the story. And then, and, 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 and then, well, then no. after th- they're making the journey to Mexico, uh-huh, then uh-huh. we find out that Jody McRae is still alive. He's still alive. We think he's dead too. Yes. And we're like, how is this going to be a movie? And then he opens his eyes, and you're like, oh, there we go, revenge flick. He's going to chase him down. So he's alive, so he starts chasing him down, and yep. he starts, like, trying to find where they are or whatever. You see some black souls come through here? Oh, yeah, man, with yeah. a blonde chick. I don't think people look at motorcycle gangs. I think they hear a loud noise, they look down, and they kind of let yeah. them go through. Like, no one says, oh, yeah, there was four guys and a chick and a blonde chick, right? Yeah, no, but whatever. It's so a then, movie, you know. So then he's chasing after. They give him directions. Yeah, they're going that way. So he's, and then he ends up like his bike breaks down or something, and then he ends up on the road, and that's when he meets with no, Doc he, Well, he's trying to find him, and, and he goes down the road looking for where they were supposed to be. He never found him. He just slipped against a tree, and that's where the his his spirit guide shows up in yeah. the form of... Some guy who former is a chapter stomper. glory chomped uh, former glory stomper former glory stomper chapter yeah. president some crap who cares and he kind of disperses knowledge along the way he, he decides he's going to help him yeah find he's like her. okay I'll help you find him you know that's not cool that they took your woman and they're going to sell him sell her in Mexico everyone knows about this this Mexican like guy all along this whole trail like uh, so and they just kind of keep going and then it culminates in. Oh, well, 
then Magoo tries to rape the girl the first night, and Dennis Hopper kicks him in the face. Yeah. So now he's walking, and then he walks around the rest of the movie with it, like his eyes shut on the one yeah, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so there's a lot of bitterness and hatred. And then we find out Chino has his brother, who we talked about, Pretty Boy or whatever, isn't it? Clean cut. And he's liking the girl too. He yeah. likes the girl, and he's kind of like thinks he loves the girl. Yeah. And she's playing him as this is the way I'm going to get out of this mess. Yeah, right. Because she's constantly like hands tied. It's very awkward. And they just keep dragging her along, and then, and they, then, go, then they, they end up at some like hippie party. At it's some a glory. I took that as a glory stomper party, because that was almost all glory stompers in there, wasn't it? Or was it just like I, I don't a hippie? Know, I think it was just anybody. Oh, it was just bikers a, okay. and anybody, you know. And they go in there and they start to like screw around or and whatever. And they start talking, or the two funny guys. That well, they're doing all this weird stuff. Yeah, like they're. they're and, then, and then Chino's left with the girl to yeah. watch her because the other girl didn't want to watch her. She wanted to go to the party or right. whatever. So they're doing all their things there. No, clean cut. Clean cut, Chino, I'm sorry, clean cut. cut yo, clean Chino cut. wanted to leave his girlfriend with the girl. Right, right, right. And she's like, no. And then she, and then he's like, okay, come on. She probably wanted to keep tabs on him because she yeah, knows yeah, he's yeah. a stray, he's a wild cat. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then he makes clean cut stay there. And, and then they start, like, making out or whatever. She's trying to trick him because she sees the crowbar on the back of the motorcycle and she's trying to reach for it to club him. She's going to kill him and or not or hit him and take off. And then all of a sudden, yeah. while that's going on, Magoo leaves the party and he goes back and he sees Clean Cut and and uh, you know the girl Chris Noel doing it. So he like goes after, gets into the fight with Clean Cut. Yeah. And and and, and in the meantime, Clean Cut had un, and untied the girl, so you know they could make out better or whatever. You know. So, so. weird. There's so much making out. There's no rape scene in this. Thank, close, thank thankfully. Close, thankfully. There's just the ever-popular impending rape scene. The threat of rape. At any moment, this girl's getting raped mercilessly, and they just keep dangling it over. That kind of worked, because I was like, it gave the impression like it could happen, but it never did. And I I hate that. I yeah. hate rape in, in these movies. I, I just don't care for it at all. So I'm glad they didn't do it. Um, he comes over with his gun. He's, you know, Chino comes back. They're all The cops show up at this party. And the cops would never show up to this party, but whatever, suspension of disbelief. Everyone disperses. We forgot to say that the they got into these two guys. The two well, no, you forgot the scene where Clean Cut and Chin and, and Magoo get into a fight over the girl. Right. And and Magoo ends up like beating the crap out of Clean Cut and running him over with the motorcycle. That's, that's different. That's in Mexico. When they're waiting. Oh, is that in Mexico? Yeah, yeah. See, oh, this is okay. this is still at the party. Confused. See, at the party, the two oh, that's right, that's right. Casey right. Kasem and his friend, who that's I thought right, oh, that's right, were very that's funny, right. they start spouting off about how they're selling. They go, "Hey, man, if you want to sell your woman, just come with us, and, we'll, and we're selling this blonde chick in Mexico, and she's a glory stomper woman." That's right. And they said, "Well, we disposed of them." So he, they're like talking at this party to to another glory stomper about this deed that but they, they don't know he's a glory. They don't stomper. know. Yeah. So then. They start a fight. The cops show up. They they take off. That's right. Then our two our hero and his spirit guide show up at this at this party the next morning, and they're like, "Hey man, have you seen these, these guys? They have my woman." They're like, "Oh, that was they. That was you. They were talking about." Yes, they're going to Mexico. They find out the name, and then the one guy goes, oh, "I'm going with you." Uh, so now now the three glory stompers know where they're going. They're in hot pursuit of 
of uh, Dennis Hopper and his gang and this girl. And in the meantime, Dennis Hopper and his gang have found some abandoned house in the middle of the desert. That's where they're meeting the, the, the rich Mexican to buy the woman. Right, right, So right. they set up waiting for this guy to show up to buy this woman, and then kind of all hell breaks loose. Yeah, the yeah. all hell breaks loose. That's when, like, you know, I forgot what it was, but it, it clean cut ends up with the girl. Again. He and keeps again, going to her. He, he keeps, keeps going to her, and they're making out, and then Magoo sees it. He he tries to he gets into a fight with Clean Cut. Yep, yep. And that's when like he beats the crap out of Clean Cut, and then not, the, to make matters worse, not only does he beat him up, oh. but he decides to give him a two for run over. You know, he ran and runs over him twice. He with kills the him. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, like all of a sudden, uh, you know, Chino finds out. Yeah, because Chino's making it with his old lady in this dirty yeah, house. Yeah, he took and, out. Yeah. So he finds out that he killed his brother, and you, you just hear a gunshot. You know, and he shot him in the head. You yeah, know, he, he gets killed, into a fight with him, and he just like shoots he every, shoots every, and he, every, and then he's like crying over his brother, flipping out, shooting. You know. Yeah, he's flipping out and shooting over his brother, and then the other three show up. Did you well quickly? Did you see when Dennis Hopper was shooting that gun? He sh- supposedly the guy was laying there dead. He gingerly took two shots into the ground. Those weren't blanks. Oh, okay. He's turning like if you if you would go frame by frame, you're gonna see that he actually they had it angled so it wouldn't hit anybody, but you could tell how gingerly he was pulling the trigger. This was not set up by any safety regulation. Oh, so it was made up to look like blanks, it, but it wasn't blanks. I don't think these were blanks. I think they had a 22 gun, and I think he actually had to shoot in the ground twice, right by him, cause right by Magoo, or he just wasn't comfortable. Maybe it was blanks, but you know he didn't want to shoot him that yeah, close yeah, with yeah, the blanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is something too, but. I was like, that wasn't fake. <laughs> that was probably a real gun and real bullets. And they just said, shoot here, and you kind of angle your body away from this. You know, I, I could be wrong, but I, I know guns. So anyway, the other three yeah. come in, and we get and they start fighting That's everybody. That's a showdown. Yeah. Yeah, we get the fight between Jody McRae and Chino, mm-hmm. and then the girlfriend's in the background, and then the, the blonde is is in the background there too. Everybody's just standing around watching. Everybody's just standing yeah. there watching, but then the, as they're fighting. Chino's girlfriend grabs a switchblade and goes to like throw it, and she's meaning to kill Jody McCray. She ends up killing yep. Chino, stabbing him in the neck or whatever. She chucked it and sta- she threw a knife right into Hopper's neck. Yeah, and then the other two guys, I guess they split or whatever. No, they just pan back and everyone's just standing there. Everybody's just standing there, yeah, you know. And then the end. The end. Yeah. There was no, there was no driving off. Hey, I'm giving this life up. There was nothing, which I was glad that they just ended it like that because I don't need a wrap up. Yeah. Things have just wrapped themselves up with a switchblade in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> She's screaming, and the blonde is with McCray, and that's the end of it. Um, dirty movie, rough movie. Yeah, dirty and um, rough, yeah. It's traditional biker, 60s. Low budget, you know. dirty, rough, you know. Now, there's been way worse. Sure. This is not like, uh, you could watch this, I don't want to say with a kid, but mm. you could watch this with a young teenager and not be afraid because there's no, there's no nudity at, well, the... Very slight, but you don't even see it. No. And um, and the violence is not over the top where you see it brains it's coming out of the head. It's pretty early on. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. You know, there was some. There's some real rough motorcycle stuff out there, and this one is just kind of a. You yeah. Know, you know, we just moved away from beach parties, and now it's yeah. a motorcycle thing. Early early biker. Yep. So, so I don't know. What are you gonna give this one? Seven. I, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna give this one a seven. It's a very it's a good watch. Hopper makes it. Um, 
<laughs> he makes it fun to watch. Yeah. He, you know, he, when he's crazy, he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about him. When he's crazy, he's crazy. And yeah. and, and you just can't look he away because you're does like... He good crazy. He does. He is. I mean, it makes you believe he probably is crazy. It probably was, anyway. So there you have it. Two movies that you should probably go out and check out. We have Dracula versus Frankenstein. And the Glory Stompers. And the Glory Stompers. And, um, and that's it. And I'm Mal, and with me as always... Dr. Morbius. And we will see you next week for... for oh, no. Uh, Angels Wild Angels Wild, Wild Women and, and Exterminators from the year 3000. <laughs> we just switched them. Okay, well, see you next week with this week's movies. Next week. And otherwise... <laughs>